Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome to Revive Her, a transformative space where we break down walls to unearth the incredible power that lies within every woman. We're your hosts, Haley and Noel. Dive into candid conversations about entrepreneurship, faith, and relationships, and the journeys that define us. Whether you're a woman who's walking the path of self-discovery or someone who desperately needs to feel understood, Revive Her is your safe space to learn, heal, and grow. Are you ready? Let's be honest, we're all hypocrites, play favorites, and live by some unseen double standard, and it's just not okay. In today's episode, we are going to break down double standards. I've been reading certain areas of the Bible lately, and I'm amazed at the references to double standards in it. There's a really common theme if you read it, especially if you're studying like double standards. There's a common theme that Jesus just calls out double standards throughout the Bible. But one verse stands out above the rest because it directly calls out double standards and it's found in Proverbs 20.10. It says, false weights and unequal measures, the Lord detests double standards of every kind. And it appears to be talking about weights and measures in the world of commerce at the time, but there's also a deeper meaning that applies to everyday life. And we're going to break that down for you guys. But first, what is a double standard? So by definition, a double standard is a principle or policy that is applied differently to similar things without proper justification. So for example, you can see double standards a lot in families. I know Mm -hmm. I've seen this a lot in Mm -hmm. my family, in my husband's family. It's like divorce is unacceptable, except when suddenly it's your children wanting the divorce Mm -hmm. because they're unhappy. Or I know a lot of times Drew and I have dealt with this where it's like, it's okay for one child to Mm -hmm. do this, but it's not okay if the other one does. Or like, you know, they justify their actions. They justify why they are the way. But if it was us, Mm -hmm. oh Lord, it would be awful, you know? Oh yeah. And then sometimes we see too that in the legal system, you know, judges need to be harder on crime, Mm -hmm. except when it's your relative that is (laughs) on trial. It's like the judge passes a sentence and it's much too severe, or you say they need to be more understanding. And same thing with cheating, like cheating is absolutely wrong until you're just so unhappy in your marriage and you've begged them to change and just give you what Mm -hmm. you need from them. So then you justify cheating. Yeah. Those are really, really good examples. And, you know, we shouldn't be this way. Like it's, we, we know it's hypocritical, like it's absolutely hypocritical and it's wrong when we do this, but why are double standards unbiblical? God, as we know, does not have double standards and he's definitely not impressed with all of our hypocrisy. And Jesus directly warned his followers against double standards. So if you look in Matthew 7, I'm just going to read it to you so you can really get this. So it's Matthew 7 verses 1 through 5. And he says, judge not that you be not judged for what with judgment you judge, you will be judged. 
And that's a lot of judges. <laughs> and, with the, <laughs> and with the measure you use, it will be measured back to you. And why do we look at the speck in your brother's eye, but do not consider the plank in your own eye? Or how can you say to your brother, let me remove the speck from your eye and look, a plank is in your own eye. Hypocrite. First, remove the plank from your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. And what this is saying is Jesus is warning us against the foolishness of double standards. Those standards that you demand others live up to will be expected of you. And those standards you let some slide by, you've got to let everyone slide by. And it, I mean, it goes back to like the golden rule, like treat yes. others how you want to be treated. And if you are going to call someone else out on something and then maybe not call your relative out on it, like yeah. that's a double standard. It's yeah. just hypocrisy at its finest. So much of Jesus's preaching was against hypocrisy in religious leaders and followers. The Pharisees in particular demanded way more out of people than they were willing to demand of themselves. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we are like this a mm -hmm. lot, that we're like the modern day Pharisees. Know, for, they're annoying as heck. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like that we, we're like this by nature. It's mm -hmm. like almost our first instinct is to just bam, double mm -hmm. standard. I know for me, I have to really draw myself back and be like, okay, Noel, like that's not fair. Mm -hmm. Like you're not being fair. And I think we see this so much in business mm -hmm. that it's like, you become accustomed to it. You're like, well, this is just how it's going to be here. This yeah. is how it's going to be. Like everyone has favorites and everyone is going to have a different set of rules. And I've really been in a place lately partnered with brands that the rules are the same for everyone. And it's like, oh, wait, you know, wait, there yeah. are people that follow <laughs> rules. You know, like there are people that have integrity in their business. I mean, in 20, Matthew 23 alone, Jesus preached against the Pharisees seven times, accusing them of hypocrisy. And it presents a real spiritual danger when we're caught up in it. And I think mm -hmm. that's something that we forget is like, it actually poses spiritual danger and health risks like to our spirit. We have to be willing to apply the same standards to ourselves that we demand of others. And I think sometimes we're, we hold double standards to ourselves more than everybody else. So like, yeah. you know what you're thinking, you know what you've been mm -hmm. through, you know what you meant, you, yes. you know yourself in the situation. And it's so easy to call someone else out on something and then let yourself slide. Even if you did the exact same thing, yeah. something completely opposite, Definitely. because you were like, well, you know, I was tired that day or I was on my period that day, or I was mm -hmm. this, I was that, I was that, I was going through this. And why can't we give that same leniency to others? Like, I am so guilty of that. I know that we're all very guilty yeah. of that. And it's hard to like catch yourself in that moment. But that's where we have to just go back and remember that like God doesn't have double standards. We, I think as Christians, have to hold ourselves to a higher standard than other people. Like you said, God doesn't have double standards, but I feel like these are the standards that he expects us to hold others up to as well. You know, regardless of their political party, mm -hmm. you know how that is, mm -hmm. especially on social media, like their relationship to us or how well we like them. They will be the standards by which we will all be judged on mm -hmm. the last day. Mm -hmm. So how do you even know if you have double standards? 
Okay, so play devil's advocate to see if you do struggle with these double standards. So sometimes we don't even realize we are holding a double standard. Mm -hmm. I know I can say this for Mm -hmm. myself. It's really when I reflect and I'm like, oh man, like I did do that. Like you said earlier, just unintentionally. But this is where playing devil's advocate can come in handy. Put yourself, someone you love and someone you can't stand in a situation you're thinking about. Does your belief change depending on who's in the hot seat? If so, you're holding a double standard on this situation. We should really fast and pray more often to gain victory in the area of weakness. Mm -hmm. That's something I've had to learn to do myself because, again, we hold ourselves to a different standard because we know what we're dealing with. We know Mm -hmm. what we think, what we've been through. And we don't have that same perspective uh, with other people, especially if we're not close to them. So it's so easy. Like I do that. I'm like, okay, if this was my sister or if this was someone that just really don't like her, they they just get on my Mm -hmm. nerves. Am I going to feel the exact same thing about the situation? Or am I going to treat my sister different than I would treat this person? And sometimes I would, like, I have to be honest. Sometimes it's like, ugh okay, yeah, I'm being a little bit of a hypocrite here. Like I'm living with those double standards and it's hard to be honest with yourself because of course we have bias against ourselves. We have bias against the people that we love and we definitely have bias against the people we don't, we don't love so much. Yeah, for sure. I feel like it's so easy for us to, like that scripture said, just look at the people that maybe do get on our nerves, Mm -hmm. the people that we do struggle to love the way that we should. It's so hard to just understand that they're going through things too. Mm-hmm. Every one of us, we're all going through things. And like your friends, it's so easy for you to get defensive mm-hmm. over your friends because you know what they're going through too, for mm-hmm. the most part. But we have to stop, pause, and understand that every single person is going through things that we know nothing about. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, have you experienced double standards in business, whether you've had them yourself or you've seen companies have them or other entrepreneurs? Have you seen this in business or do you have any examples that we could see what this looks like in business? Oh, yeah. I have been partnered with brands that had double standards for mm-hmm. sure that they held certain people had certain set of rules. Other people didn't like I've seen the favorite game played mm-hmm. in business over and over and over. And even in my own leadership, I really have to check myself because I I'm the leader that if you come to me and you, you know, you're having issues, you're going through things like I really want to be the person that tells you the things that you Mm -hmm. don't want to hear. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't want to coddle you in like all of it. I want to be the person that gives you that different perspective. But sometimes I work with people that just I have a special place in my heart for them, you Mm -hmm. know, and it's like I'm constantly like coddling them more. And then I'm like, no, ma'am, like you got to get up, like it's Mm -hmm. time to get it together. And it's hard. Mm -hmm. It's hard to go from that, like coddling to like, okay, this is how I treat everyone. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like I've let you bow with this. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I've struggled with it in leadership and I've seen it a lot in different businesses that I have been a part of and different brands that I have represented. There's double standards everywhere. Mm -hmm. And then I've also, like I said earlier, I've experienced business where there's not, where there's not favorites, where there's not, you know, a set of rules for certain people that don't, you know, go for the whole field and the integrity and the peace and the joy within that business is just it's everything. Mm-hmm. And I know that's why, because the integrity at the top of, you know, the ownership mm-hmm. of the company. Yeah. If you've not heard our integrity episode, I encourage you to go back and listen to it because 
when you have a basis of integrity, I think it can be easier. I'm not saying it's easy, but I think it'd be easier to catch these moments of double standards when we're the one enacting them. And then even to just call other people out. And I don't mean that to say that in like a messy way where you, yeah. where you cause this trouble and contention, but like lovingly some, cause sometimes we just don't know that we are actively living out double standards. Yeah. So like lovingly helping the people in your life, like, Hey, have you thought about the situation this way? let's play devil's advocate. Like what if you yeah. were in this person's position? Like, would you want to be treated this way? Mm -hmm. Or do you think you see a difference? And yeah. Or even in your home, like mm -hmm. in your marriage, I know this is where my toes get stepped on. <laughs> it's like, I have double standards in my marriage yeah. where I'm like, I can sit down and rest, but you're not going to sit down <laughs> yeah. and rest. Like you clean the dishes, you know, yeah. like, but then I'm literally just sitting there like under a blanket yeah. living my best life. But we do that unintentionally. And so I've had like our pastor check me and be like mm -hmm. that's a double standard yeah, like yeah. you better you know stop that and it's like man I never even stopped to think the double standards we have in our home like even me as a mom I have double standards with my kids mm -hmm. like I have Oakley who is like a living breathing angel like he listens to everything and then I have Sailor and she's just like a spitfire <laughs> wild child and it's like I let Oakley buy with a lot more then I let Sailor yeah. buy with because he's good, you know? And if he's like, mom, can I have a toy or can I have a new baseball bat? Like we're in the baseball season. He'll be like, mom, there's a new baseball bat. I'm like, I got to get my baby that baseball bat <laughs> because he's such a good kid, yeah. you know? And then Sailor's like, mom, can I have this $5 surprise egg? And I'm like, no, you need to be better. <laughs> like when you start being better, yes, I will, yeah. you know? And that's a double standard as a mom. Mm -hmm. And it's like, we need to check ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like, no, I can't just reward Oakley for good behavior and then always tell Sailor like you need to be good mm -hmm. you know and we have those and we don't even realize it yeah. in our home yeah I agree with that I'm glad you brought the family aspect into it because I do think with children and with your spouse mm -hmm. gosh there's so many double like even when you said that I was thinking I was like oof <laughs> yeah. oh man yeah I definitely have double standards and there sometimes yeah. there's silly little things like you said like about dishes or like uh -huh. taking out the trash and then sometimes it's bigger like I see it so much of like okay well I want to have a girl's night but I'm too lonely oh, like yeah. you can't have a boy's night yeah, yeah. like I don't trust you mm -hmm. this and that like that's a huge double standard that's yeah. going to cause issues in your marriage but yeah. there's so many I'm going to go through your phone but you can't go through my phone yeah type of deal and yeah. like those are double standards Absolutely. that are super unhealthy yeah even traveling like I travel for work all the time. I feel like I'm always mm -hmm. these places. And then Drew wants to go on a boys trip. And I'm like, you're going to leave me home <laughs> with these kids. Like, are you crazy? You know, but it's even that like work-life balance. Yeah. Like, yes, I'm traveling for work, but I'm still away from my home, mm -hmm. you know? And like, he deserves to have that time away with his buddies golfing and things like that too. But as women, it's like, we're immediately like, no. Oh, you're yeah. not allowed. Like, oh, you're yeah. not going to leave me here by myself, you know? Yeah. And I think of you too, that season you went through where Chris worked in Texas, mm -hmm. you know, like that was crazy just as your friend too, even watching you just hold it down at home. And I know it was hard in so many different ways, but it was like, he was out in Texas and you were here in Virginia. Mm -hmm. So, and we experienced double standards. That's a really great example. So he was gone for five months living in Texas. And then this past year, like I did so much traveling, like I was gone a lot of the year, friends and family, they were like, worried and concerned that I was gone yeah. so much. And you know, had some things to say. And I was yeah. like, 
Excuse me. Listen, <laughs> someone was gone for five months. Yeah. And let me say this. He has been so supportive. Like he, yeah. he's not had an issue with it. He's himself has been supportive, but like our circle, you know, they're like, you're gone too much or yeah. you're spending too much time with these people. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, all right, he was gone for five months <laughs> yeah. here, first of all. So yeah. like, I think it's okay that I'm gone a week or two at a time. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's double and so, standards placed on us by our friends. Yes. And I think we see it so much in like the sexes too, like male oh, versus yeah. female. I got a lot of flack being the female out of the home because I need yeah. to be home cooking and right. cleaning and like serving my husband and being in the household. The woman shouldn't be out traveling like that. Mm-hmm. It's it, it, some people just told I hear me that straight, all yeah, the time. Like they, yeah. some people have told me that it's just straight up not right. And I'm not like fulfilling my duties. And I'm like, hold up. Like yeah. that's a double standard. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> uh, I could, don't get me started on that. That's all, all I'm going to say. So how do we overcome <laughs> these double standards? I think first we have to hold on to the word of God for Mm -hmm. sure. Jesus overcame the devil through the word of God. And we have to allow the word of God to guide us, period. Mm -hmm. Everything we believe, everything we say, everything we do must have a biblical base to it. And so the moment you realize that your mind is thinking something contrary to the word of God, that's when you need to pull down the stronghold of that thought or that belief and return Mm -hmm. to the word of Mm -hmm. God. Ask yourself, what does Jesus say about this? That is your only right answer. That's good. I'd say the second is to drop unrealistic expectations. So sometimes we place unrealistic expectations on people when they aren't physically, mentally, emotionally able to meet them. And that's ourselves included. Some people could argue this, but I think expectation is often a root of disappointment. Like we build these things up. We expect things to be a certain way. We expect people to be a certain way. We expect ourselves to be a certain way. And when we don't live up to those expectations, what happens? Yeah, we We expect people to be perfect and not Mm -hmm. sin and not make mistakes and not have double standards and be exactly like we want them to be. And that just doesn't happen. It's not realistic. Last, I think, have the hard conversations. This is the hardest one, but I feel like this might be Aside from clinging to God's word, this is the most important Mm -hmm. thing. First, this is biblical. Mm -hmm. It does say in scripture that we need to go directly to one another when we have issues and things like that. But a lot of times the other person may not even realize that their behavior is causing you Mm -hmm. to feel this way. Just like you talking about people saying like, hey, this is wrong. Like they probably didn't even realize that you were like, hey, listen, my husband was gone for five minutes. Like they didn't even stop to think about that until you had the conversation and brought it to light. Like, hey, he was gone and now I'm doing this. Like it's give and take, you know, Mm -hmm. it's 50-50 here. Um, Our emotions definitely cloud our judgment. And sometimes we twist the facts to support our own Mm -hmm. personal beliefs. So having conversations can bring clarity and resolution. And I also want to say, if you plan on having a hard conversation with someone, have grace for them as well. And that's something that I struggle with. And I think that we, if we're honest, we all struggle with Mm -hmm. when your emotions are heightened, you see tunnel vision, you think things are a certain way, Mm -hmm. you've built this expectation or the story in your head. So you can go into a hard conversation with this story leading you. And it might not even be the truth. I get so annoyed with my pastor telling me that that's yeah. all he ever says. Drop the weapons. Yes. And he's like, you know, 
how could you have a little bit more grace for this person? And, you know, did yeah. you put yourself in their shoes? And I'm like, could you just let me be angry? But <laughs> yeah. he's right. Every yeah. time he's right. And it's really helped me. Like, obviously I still struggle with it, but I'm quicker now to be like, okay, is there any other situation that could be going on here? Can I right. calm myself down with this? Whatever it is. So just have grace for yourself, have grace for other people, but still have the conversations as needed. And like, pray about it before you do it too. Don't just like fly off the handle. Yeah. I listened to this um, sermon the other day and it said, your heart is a liar. Mm. And I was like, whoo, that is so deep because your emotions, mm. they lie to you, like mm. your feelings mm. and all of that. It, it lies to you. And so the only way is to really cling to God's word and to say, okay, am I loving my neighbor? Like I'm loving myself mm-hmm. and 99% of the time it's like, no, I'm not. I could do a better job yeah, with that. I, I agree with that. So we want to invite you to revive your spirit by meditating on this simple scripture. I'm sure everyone has heard it. It is Matthew 7, 12. Do unto others what you would like them to do to you. This is the essence of all that is taught in the law and the prophets. And if you want to go deeper, download our seven-day guide to revive your spirit in the show notes. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.